0: Welcome to the Worship Leader Probs Podcast with your host, Jeremy and Mr. Probs.
1: Look, worship leading can be one of the most rewarding areas of church ministry.
0: But it can also feel like, ah! I'm a worship leader. And I'm a production guy. And these are our problems. Welcome to episode 40 of the Worship Leader Probs Podcast. What's up, Big Tasty? <laughs> I
1: just got chills. Did you? Episode 40?
0: That's hard to believe. Are
1: you serious?
0: I mean, I'm not supposed to lie, right? Wow. That's
1: a big number. It's a big it number. Is. And I've loved every single one of them.
0: I know. Me too. I'm going to be 40 next month. Whoa. Whoa. Really, I, like, I'm an old man
1: now. The podcast is going to catch you.
0: I know. Like, I feel like, because I've had so many back issues and stuff, Ever, I've always heard, like, you hit 40 and things kind of start falling apart. And I'm like, well, I'm in a lot of trouble. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You got this, man. You got this.
0: Yeah, I hope so. So, hey, dude.
1: Look at me. I have the strength of 10 men, and I'm way older than 40.
0: Yeah. You're, I mean, you're big tasty. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> dude, so guess what? Tomorrow is my first day at the new church. Whoa.
1: That vacation yeah. went
0: like that, man. Dude, that three weeks went really, really fast. Whoa. But I'm excited. We went down. We took some friends. We went down. We went to services. And so uh, I think I've said it before. Uh, so I start tomorrow, which is a uh, Monday and uh, we're supposed to have services in a brand new thousand seat auditorium man. Sunday, but like only half the PA's hung. Half the wow. led walls are hung. The lights aren't up at all. So man. I don't know what this weekend's going to look like. And I'm definitely walking into some crazy, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a wild adventure, man. And, okay. And I have to share this real quick. So, a couple episodes back, we had a prayer concern that one of the, the people came up and said, hey, excuse me, where's the where's the smoking section? And we laughed and we thought that was so funny. <laughs> so I'm I'm at church, and so I had recorded a video for Life Groups uh, a couple weeks ago for TC3. And so the video came up, so all these people are coming, hey, Pastor Jeremy, we're so excited you're coming on. And so this guy comes up and introduces himself to me. Turns out he's never set a foot in a church before, wow. a young guy. We have this great conversation. At the end, he goes, hey, do you know where the smoking section is? <laughs> <laughs> so if you're out there right now thinking, okay, when we get to the prayer concerns, I know these guys are making it up. I, we're not. We're I not. legitimately experienced it myself.
1: Well, here, today. I wish I had the creativity to make these up. I, 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 I yeah. don't. I mean, I've, I'm, I work in a creative field and I you could do? not
0: create this. I wish you were that creative because then we could be hundred (laughs) airs from all the monies (laughs) that we could make
1: oh man well tomorrow's a big day for you buddy
0: yeah man super excited so So by the time this airs you'll be on day two i'll be on day two and so i'm gonna make a little i think i'll make a little video series that we throw up on youtube of like what it's looked like to transition into a new church and all that kind of stuff and
1: wait do we have a youtube
0: you know we do um but there's nothing in it yet but it's coming it's coming soon. We should put on our YouTube page, remember? So, you youngins that are listening right now, back when the internet was like first a thing, like in your home, if you go to a website, people would get the URL and then they would put under construction and it would like be like the little, do you remember that? Like <laughs> the little hazard pylon the yeah, like- yellow and black thing that it would pop. <laughs> and I was thought, oh man, it's so cool. One day I want to have a website <laughs> under construction.
1: Exactly. Recess lighting and a YouTube page that is under construction.
0: I mean, yeah. This is first so that, class, man. Oh, that, we we don't mess around here. We don't here, mess man. around. I got
1: some, some drip. Serious
0: <laughs> drip. We, we definitely are dripping something.
1: So, here's the deal. What's the deal, man? Have you subscribed to this podcast that you're listening to? Yes. I'm hoping that you have. But oh, okay, I'm talking sorry. like to the nation... Have you oh. subscribed? So if you haven't, just take a second right now. Just go up there. It's one button. Blink. Click subscribe. <laughs> leave us five star. <laughs> Leave us a five-star review, man. Be generous. You know, I had a pastor who used to say, when in doubt, do the generous thing. And That's so right. it would be generous to do five stars. But don't do anything other than five stars, okay? If you're going to get on there and leave something mean, just skip it, okay? Just skip it. we. We will find you. We will find you, and we will throw a punch you. That's right. So subscribe. The other thing is, dude, a month, what is today? Sunday, the 4th. A month from yesterday. Yeah. Experience conference in...
0: Orlando. We will be at the Experience Conference live, Big Tasty and myself. We're doing a live podcast there that you guys, if you come, you could be a part of. Um, We're going to get to do some other things throughout the week. We may even have some videos that are going to be in the main sessions themselves. Just saying. We may have some drip you can take home with you. Oh, that take home drip, huh? (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I feel so stupid when I say that. Some drip. Drip. Yeah, I, I'm, it's kind of growing on me. The only thing I like that drips is my coffee
1: when it's being made. <laughs> I don't but, think I've ever uh, liked anything that dripped before, but they can take home some WOP drip.
0: Yeah. And so, guys, I'm super excited. I, I spent the whole day yesterday at the Coronado Springs Hotel up in Disney yesterday with the Experience Conference team. Um, major plans, major things happening. It's going to be an incredible conference. And who cares about the conference? Just come see us. Exactly, come on, you guys. We're gonna have it's, some
1: hangs. Well, and, and if you're coming, keep an eye on on the story on the Instagram story. Oh we, yeah, you might see a hey, we're gonna meet up down in the whatever. What's the what's the? There's a food. bunch of restaurants in the bottom of the hotel.
0: So th- what's really cool about the experience conference this year at Coronado Springs? Literally, you come out of the main room and you walk by the food court and a big sports bar. Like you have to go by them, so you know. Big tasty and I, we're gonna finish up them 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 sessions and we're gonna be like, you know what? I need a piece of cheesecake. Exactly. Let's go, so we're hang. Gonna, gonna go. It's called the Mercado. And we're gonna go to the Mercado. And we're just gonna <laughs> be sitting there and you can come hang out with us. Exactly. And and Brian will just make you laugh all night. I
1: I probably won't. Just, look, just just uh, you know, throttle it back a little bit on the expectations, but it will be fun. I can promise you it will be fun. You know. <laughs> Well, we, we, why we do you be always with,
0: tell them to throttle back their expectations?
1: Because I don't know. You know, I'm. You're so funny, dude. Well, okay, but like making the memes. Okay, it takes a lot of time. It may not look like it takes a lot of time, but it. You've made some memes for us. You know, it takes a time, yeah, right? You got to. And they're it, terrible. Well, they're not terrible. They're actually very no. good. But no. you got to get the you got to get the words just right. You know, it, it takes time. But yeah. but but somebody might come up to me and spend 10 seconds with me and expect yeah. me to make them, you know, just laugh hysterically like I'm not John Christ, you know.
0: You know, I you just got to have a so that you just got to have a go-to move in your head. So for me, if somebody did that to me, I just truffle shuffle right then and there.
1: I don't even know what truffle shuffle is. But I want to see it so bad. What?
0: So Do you remember I- the opening scene of Goonies? Where they make the kid do the truffle shuffle to get in the house? Okay, I don't. I'm sending you that. Okay, send
1: it to me. Send it to me. Truffle shuffle.
0: So, dude, real quick, we'll tell one. I'm gonna tell one more story because I know people want us to get to the good stuff. (laughs) So it was so funny. This is the good stuff. I think it is too, but that's just you and I enjoying talking to each other. Um, so I went to Tennessee for a week, and uh, we pull up to this cabin that we're gonna be staying at with my wife's family get out of the car what was it's it called like, what was it called the place was called the mansion in the sky nice there were there were 47 of us in one cabin
1: please tell me that many times people sing I've got a mansion
0: nope not the one dog. person dog so we, we we pull in it's at the top of this mountain it was scary as crap driving up there especially for a Florida boy who's like used to these flat roads we get up to the top and we start walking and I hear my wife and it didn't register I hear it's a bear it's a bear it's a bear, it's a bear, it's a bear, it's a bear and I go, what? And she goes, there's a bear and she starts pointing like no lie, like 20 feet in front of me, big old black bear just like sitting there staring at me. Did you, right truffle, in the road. Did you truffle shuffle? No but it was almost a code brown and my <laughs> <laughs> so my wife and my niece, they run back to the car and then I try to like get around these cars but you can't get to the front oh door because word. all these bikes and it starts walking towards me And so I don't know what to do. So I move all these bikes and I get in the house. My wife gets in the car and I'm like, the whole family's like, what's wrong? I'm like, "Um, there's a bear right here. So wait, you went in the
1: house and you left her in the car?
0: Oh, hundred percent. And so, (laughs) I mean, dude, that glass is rated for like big time accidents and stuff like that. So I didn't think a black bear could get to her. So, um, so it starts to walk by the whole family's there. And so I kind of like walk out, it walks right next to my wife's car. Like, Literally three feet from my knees, mm-hmm. and like looks in the car and just saunters off away. So wow. it's all bear. Wow,
1: I've never seen a bear. Really? Now, if you know me at all, I, I'm obsessed with Alaska. You are, and, I, and it's it's a very major obsession. Okay, so I've been to Alaska, and I wanted to see all the big the big animals. Okay, so I saw a bald eagle, which they're like sparrows. In alaska like everywhere. america bald bald eagles are everywhere saw a bunch of those i saw a moose from a distance okay i saw a whale we went whale watching but i never got to see a bear i'm so sorry i wanted to see, i'm going to go back though
0: okay what if i crawled on my hands and knees at experience and made bear noises would that work for you
1: i would be uh i would hit record before you, i know before you did I know that you would
0: i know you would <laughs> All right, my man. Well, hey, let's get into our first segment of the podcast that we like to call MVPs. So it's been a little while since we've got some MVPs, but we redid the form on our website. And you need to go check out our website, www.worshipleaderprobs.com. We have an actual tab just for MVPs.
1: And it is, by the way, Uncle Jer, Big Genji, phenomenal job on the website.
0: Thanks, my man. It was a lot of fun making it uh, with all of our new branding and stuff like that. And so, um, you can actually go to that website and click, and there is a place that you can put in in, in uh, all the information for your MVP. And so, look, here's what we want to do. Um, we just we care a lot about all of you that are out there serving, and we want to take a chance to. Um, put a little attention on some people who are out there doing it. And so what you do is you send it in, and we're going to read a little bit about them. And uh, you know, uh, we just want to honor those that are working so hard for the kingdom. And so, Mr. Brian Tabor, who who are we recognizing this week?
1: We got two of them this week. And the first one is uh, Sue Duncan. Sue Duncan serves Haynes Community Church in Haynes, Alberta, Canada. What? International.
0: Oh, Canada. <laughs>
1: That's all I know. That's right. Sue Duncan. And here's here's the write-up, okay? Sue is a talented, dedicated worship team leader and Sunday school teacher. Uh, she's a great communicator and rallies people together with her enthusiasm. In a small country church like ours, teams play uh, every other Sunday. And if people are away, Sue fills in at almost any spot and gives up her Sunday of rest. She sings lead as well as harmony, plays keys, acoustic bass, and pretty much any other instrument you could put in her hands. On top of this, she runs the Sunday school and teaches on rotation. This is all voluntary after she has worked all week and uh, ran her household. The Lord has given her a sustained energy and zest for life, and we love her. Dang. Man, that's so awesome. Sue was uh, nominated by Christina Crom. Let's go. That's awesome. That's international, dude.
0: That is, that's pretty incredible. Is that, no, it's not our first international MVP, is it?
1: No, no, no. We've, we've had a lot of them actually, but this is another one. Just pretty, pretty cool.
0: True or false. Canada is just America's hat.
1: (laughs) Here's the deal. I have been, when I went to Alaska, I went into the Yukon, which is in Canada. That's the only time I've ever been to Canada. So okay, I would like to, I'd like to go.
0: Uh, they love Jesus in Canada, so we They do. There.
1: We had a, yeah, they do. Of course. Yeah, man. You know, I Wait, would like Brooke to. Brooke Nichols
0: was from Canada.
1: She was. That's where our uh, doink reference came from.
0: That is true. You know. Yep.
1: All right. All so, right, so number else two. else we got? Number two, Bryce Thurman. Okay. Bryce uh, serves at Gwinnett Church. Okay. He's uh, the student's technical director. Uh, Bryce has gone beyond just making production great for our student services. He has championed a culture where our production and worship teams operate under the same vision of people over program. And dude, I love that, man. Uh, This vision has bridged the gap between the stage and the booth and has placed the focus on what the Lord is doing in the lives of our students. We no longer operate as tech people or musicians, but as, pastors and that is from isaac ritter so here it is man sue duncan and bryce thurman
0: we, we salute, salute you. you is it true that bryce makes hats that say make production great again i don't know maybe we should i mean make production great again i love it Well, hey, thank you so much for sending in your MVPs. So again, if you want to send in yours to be recognized here live on the Worship Leader Probs podcast, go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com. All right, my man. Well, let's head into my favorite portion of this podcast that we like to call Perkinserns. Concerns. So, our fan favorite portion of the podcast, Prayer Concerns, is very simple. Um, Each week, we read all of the um, crazy things that people put on your connection card, your welcome card. Um, You know, we all are well intentioned. And so, we have this card that people can, like, you know, put in all their prayer concerns that they have going on in their life. But unfortunately, people being people, they like to use them to give us all the complaints, tell us everything we're doing wrong, and make sure we know there is not enough toilet paper in the bathroom. Oh, yeah. So uh, Brian, what are we uh, what do we got this week? Got
1: a good batch. Okay? Let's ooh, jump ooh, right
0: let's in. Go. I love it. Prayer concern number
1: one: When I asked you to play a hymn, I didn't mean that one., <laughs> <laughs> <Cry>, Bird <Burger> King. <laughs> Can't have it your way. I didn't mean that one. Oh, all right, oh, number my two.. Gosh. Number two, I was complained about for walking angrily i was trying to get a chord chart from the stage quickly while people were praying because you know every head is bowed and every eye is closed (laughs) apparently my hurrying was perceived as angry
0: walking that is so funny oh dude i know i've had that like when after i first became like the pastor of the production at my former church I like, I would be on my phone, fiction issues, then this running. And so I finally realized, oh man, I got to put the phone down and smile when I walk through the hallways. Cause I didn't want people to think I was just upset and mad all the time. But you know, you get like, you get one track, like, oh no, I got to get this live stream audio fixed or else there's no audio to the stream. You know, and people are like wanting to go, Hey, Pastor Jeremy, how's your day going? Terrible. (laughs) Oh, Lord of mercy.
1: All right. Number three. Why does everyone have tattoos? Is that like a requirement? (laughs) Uh,
0: Do you have any tattoos? I do not. Neither do
1: I. I am tattoo-less.
0: I would get one. I just don't know what I would get. Probably something from my boys, but...
1: Would you get it in... uh, What did you just say? From my boys. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. If you were going to get one, where would you put it? I don't know. Can you tell us?
0: Well, my, so, Years ago, my father-in-law, who Brian knows very well, uh, we're sitting in his office in a Sunday school class, and they're doing something. They start talking about tattoos. And my father-in-law's a, a bigger guy. And he, he goes, he goes, you know, I, I never got a tattoo, but I'm glad I didn't get that robo on my stomach when I was a kid because now it would be a battleship. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't I don't know. Maybe I'm my, my arm. Yeah. Like maybe inside bicep between my elbow and oh, my arm. There armpit, you go. That'd be cool. Something in there.
1: I'm just saying, here's what we could do. At experience.
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think that was gonna be gold, man. We have a we have a Google hang that's not a Google hang down in the yeah. what did you call it? I was going to say Trapadero, but that's not what you call it at the bottom.
0: The Mercado? <laughs> the Mercado. <laughs> What's a
1: Trapadero? Uh, <laughs> it's a legendary club in, in LA. Anyway. <laughs> okay, yeah. So uh, we go to the Mercado. We bring okay. in a tattoo artist. Ooh. And we have I- your tattoo done right there while we're all watching. Mm. I okay. really like that.
0: I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do.
1: <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I got I diverted. Okay. okay, number 4. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm
1: I'm a female worship leader and I usually wear nice jeans and a dressy top when I lead. One of the older ladies in our church told me, "You always look so nice from the waist up."
0: <laughs> <laughs> My gosh, man. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> golly oh my lord I can't can't imagine being so concerned about all that stuff and just missing out completely on what God was doing in the service
1: that'd be so bad oh my goodness All right, number 5 I serve on the setup crew and worship team so I have to arrive early on Sundays somebody wrote me a poem on a connection card that said (laughs) roses are red violets are blue you should get a new setup team and a new band too
0: (laughs) i feel feel like with that much effort going into it you maybe need to listen to it
1: exactly maybe i mean you know who knows all right number six this is a little longer one but it's 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 a it's an evolving story so the band was called back up at the end of the service to begin playing while the speaker was finishing up and leading a ministry time praying for people at the front As we were playing, a random member of the congregation came up onto the platform with a complete stranger who had never been there before and who came late to the service. He He spoke to the worship leader and said, This is blank. I'm leaving the name blank. She's visiting from another state. She's a worship leader, and I totally trust her. She feels led to lead Break Every Chain. She needs you to do it in the key of A. (laughs) And we're not done. (laughs) So the church member then leaves this girl on the platform next to our worship leader who was completely thrown off by the whole thing, yet did keep her wits about her. She didn't let her lead the song, but this guest did awkwardly stand up there next to her and sing along. After the service ended, she thanked our worship leader for letting her worship with us and said, I know there are a lot of weirdos out there, but I'm not one of them. She's never been here before, but I totally trust her.
0: That is um, wow. Oh, yeah. Just just wow. And that's the the tough thing about the church ministry, too. Like, if you just shut that thing down, the lady's going to, well, they didn't hear me. They don't care about, you know what I'm saying? Like, and you're just going, this is an obvious moment where this isn't going to happen. You know what I mean? But, like,
1: there comes a Facebook rant.
0: Yeah, so like, okay, listen to, listen to me, young worship leader out there listening to this podcast. Like that's one of the things like you're spending a lot of time learning um, you know, your th- music theory. You're getting better with your voice, you're getting better with your instrument, you're getting better with your console. Um you've also got to learn though how to deal and talk with people. Oh my. Yes. Because you don't navigate that crazy well and that can turn into a mess.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I've, I've said this before. I m- Almost every Sunday, I have a time of every Sunday. I have a time of prayer, and almost every time, I include this prayer: "God, prepare me for every conversation I'm going to have today."
0: Yeah, and good. I
1: don't always, I don't always win that battle, but I I, 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 with God's help, you know, hopefully, I am gracious and yet firm when I need to be. All right, gracious yet firm. was right. you number seven. I had a gentleman that I had never seen before approach me after church. And with all sincerity, he said, I just want to encourage you and say, thank you for the way you dress. It is in no way attractive to men. Unlike the other women on stage.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh no, they didn't. No, they didn't. Oh my gosh. Oh no, 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 no.
1: (laughs) Oh, come on fam.
0: Oh my goodness! A lot, like yeah, I got nothing. That's I got really nothing. bad. That's really bad.
1: All right, the na- number eight, the last one, and the bottom of the pudding cup. I've led worship for about twenty years. After directing choir for a Good Friday service, one of the choir members said, "I'm so glad you're willing to serve, even though you really don't know what you're doing." <laughs> <laughs>
0: i almost didn't make it through that one man yeah dude backhanded compliments those are my favorite (laughs) those are always my favorite Well, hey, thank you so much for sending in your prayer concerns to the Worship Leader Problems podcast. Um, all you got to do is go to www.worshipleaderprobs.com and click on the brand new prayer concern tab. And right there, you can just type it in. We didn't even put a place for your name. We're not trying to contact anything. We just we just want the prayer concern itself so we can read it because our promise has always been to you guys. We'll never use your name and we'll never use your church's name to keep these things completely anonymous. And so thank you so much for being able to just send those in to us, and uh, we're always so thankful for your participation in making this podcast great again. Hey, so imagine
1: this at the experience conference, yeah, Live prayer concerns in the podcast recording. Oh, yeah, we're gonna do them with a live audience, dude.
0: I'm pretty excited. About I that. cannot wait.
1: So we need some good ones, man. We do send us some send us some some good ones.
0: All right. Well, let's get into the final portion of our podcast before we jump into our interview with John Egan, Um, and we call this section sliding into the DMs. So we have a pretty full inbox on the old Worship Leader Probs Instagram account. A lot of times it's people asking questions. There are sometimes, you know, we just get a lot of people reacting to our story and things like that. Uh, And so what we like to do on the podcast, though, is we like to take a couple of those DMs um, and be able to kind of have a little more time and a little more space to talk about those here live on the air. And so, Mr. Probs, what are we talking about, my man?
1: Uh, Today we're going to talk about planning a worship set. Uh, we've yeah. talked we've talked a lot about how do you pick songs yeah. um but once you have songs picked and you're planning a set for a particular service how do you how do you get started
0: oh that's good dude i'd love to hear kind of your philosophy on like okay you know what the message is about you know what the service is trying to like so what do you what are the things you keep in mind as you're planning service like that
1: well okay so i'll i'll give you my process and my process is my process that doesn't mean it has to be your process and i would love to hear from you what what is your process you know so uh dm us or email us at info at worshipleaderprobs.com and uh and talk to us about your process because i'd love to know well, what that is so for me um our pastor does a lot of really long series okay, okay. with the exception of a few breaks we have been walking verse by verse uh through the book of Matthew since 2016.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. So a lot of long series. And so That's awesome. some of these uh subjects are are really the set kind of writes itself almost because of what his text is. I try to uh I try to hold to his text. Um I don't know if I would I would classify it as like straight up thematic worship, but certainly we're we're gonna we're going to stick kind of close to where he's headed. I usually try to boil down uh, what he's doing to like one big idea, like one word, like um, sin. If he's going to preach about sin, let's say he's preaching about sin. Now, there's not a lot of songs out there about sin. You know, yeah. we're not going to sing about sinning and all that kind of stuff. But what we could do is uh, springboard that into maybe something out of the character of God that would speak Ooh. to sin. So maybe grace. Okay. You know, uh, salvation, uh, Jesus, my savior, you know, things like that. And so I then uh, would, I, I'd pick songs. Uh, of course, like we've said before, I'm, I'm a pick it in a singable key guy, um, which is becoming increasingly harder to do. Um, lots of songs have big octave jumps and all that kind of stuff so make it singable you have to know your congregation that is the very after you get the theme picked you have to know your congregation oh yeah um we talked about that a little bit with uh with long year last week you know uh picking songs that are appropriate for your group um you know certain you got to know when to push and when to um I, there's probably a slick word for this, but when to not push. You know what I mean? So
0: basically what you're saying is you got to need you need to know when to hold them and know when to fold them. Exactly, my man.
1: That's exactly what I'm saying. So uh, we're typically like uh, four songs. Uh, it's about time-wise what it works out to be for us. Uh, we do three kind of in a set. Uh, our church is a communion every week church. And so that last one uh, usually is something that Kind of would touch on the theme, but also prepare us for communion. You know, my yeah. pastor will do a little communion uh, thought a- after that song that'll you know really set us, take us to the table. So yeah, um, you know that's that's kind of where I'm. That's kind of how I
0: how so I let, work through it. Let's say you're doing four songs yeah. and pastors preaching on John three sixteen, and you guys are really focusing on the forgiveness part. Would you make sure every song reflects? that somehow or or would you go you know we need a good opener this week we were kind of down last week you know what i'm saying like so is it okay for you if like one song maybe doesn't fully fit the theme but maybe it's just a good song to get people hyped for the week yeah
1: i think so um i mean if i can find one that isn't like a total departure from the theme that's probably what i'll i would go with um and i would be the first to say like Man, set openers or like fast songs are really difficult to find. Ooh, uh, in yeah. this, a- everything has kind of fallen into this middle ground. Uh, yeah, it's not an up, it's not a down, but it's kind of this medium. You can't clap to it, you know, or you can't get them clapping. Or um, so, uh, yeah. That's kind of how I. That's kind of how I would approach
0: it. And then, like, how do you have all of your songs? Like, uh, the the former Worship Pastor I worked with, like, we had all of the songs. How did I – so I I had them because I made this for him years ago, and he liked the format. Like, I took – here's all my up-tempo, my mid-tempo, and my slow tempos, and then I had them in a spreadsheet in, like, rows of, like, um, by key then. So he could see these are all my fast songs, everything in the key of A, like, everything in the key of B. So if you're doing four songs – how much do you switch around keys and stuff like that if or i'm do,
1: yeah that's a great that's a really great question and so if i'm going to switch keys i try to make it uh keys that will play nice together you know okay. that are like common tone sort of like uh g and d those okay. are kind of easy those are uh easy on the ear you know even for the congregation g and d g and c um or e and a you know those are kind of yeah Convert Those are chords that are or key signatures that that have uh, common tones to them. So, yeah. um, I mean, honestly, with like Ableton and stuff like that, there's there's ways to make those transitions way smoother. Uh, yeah, you know, electronically. Um, and I'll tell you, I don't have a chart like you talked about, but I do constantly. There are two tools that I use all the time. Uh, Planning Center has a wonderful, like, if you go to the songs tab and you can sort by key. Oh,
0: yeah.
1: Like, you want, uh, you know, songs that begin in the key of G. And, you know, obviously that's probably a pretty big one because <laughs> we use G a lot. So, yeah. um, you know, that might be a three or four page list of of songs. Um, and then I, for themes, uh, we use praisecharts.com a lot. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. For actual charts for our band. Things that we upload to Planning Center. And you know, they can use the music stand app to read those if they're on a tablet or whatever. Um, so they have a really great uh theme. Man, I don't know. There are hundreds of words, you know, sin, grace, missions, servanthood, like
0: transubstantiation.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Right. Almost everything you can imagine, like the the songs are tagged with those things. And so um I find that to be really helpful. And also like if you go to a song, um, I don't know what the song, any, any song, pick a song, you go to that song and at the bottom, they will have uh, additional tags. And so like you're like, okay, man, that song is really close, but I don't know if it's really perfect for that moment, click on one of those other tabs on the, on the song page and it'll, it'll take you to a whole other list. I mean, I think Praise Charts has done a really nice job of, uh, of uh, formulating all those tags to really be very, very helpful.
0: So it's kind of like on Amazon, you go to look for a book and it'll say people also bought and exactly. they'll give you suggestions Absolutely. of other books. That's that's a really good idea. I remember years ago, um, my worship pastor was like, hey, we want you to pick the set this week. And I was like, all right, cool. So I picked a set. Every song was in B flat. I was like, they're going to love me. And he was like, it's cool, but let's, and we like sat down, listen, you actually kind of get ear fatigue if it's in the same key mm-hmm. over and over and over. It's craziness.
1: Yeah. yeah and i do we do try to mix it up every now and then like if the like if there's a song we've been doing for a really long time um uh found in you okay found in you oh, yeah. uh vertical worship great you know it was i think if i'm going to get this right i think maybe originally it was it was a guy led song okay. and then vertical came out with the black album yeah and they kind of redid a lot of their popular songs and they did found in you and in a girl key and it had a little different kind of feel to it. I like, I like switching that up uh, every now and then. Yeah.
0: That's good, dude. Awesome. Well, Hey, thank you for answering that. I think that'll be really helpful for a lot of our listeners. And again,
1: I didn't write the book on that, man. That's just my process. So tell us, tell us about yours.
0: Until you write a book on it and then we can (laughs) sell it and make money to become (laughs) hundred heirs. Remember. (laughs) Dude, I bet you I could sell three of those at the Experience Conference. 100%. Well, is is our mom's going to be there? Is that how you're going to sell them? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, my wife would buy one. Yeah, my so wife I, would buy one, too. Well, there's
1: two right there. And so. lo-
0: Longyear would buy one. Probably. he he for three. a comp. Yeah, probably. He's kind of a diva. Yeah. So. <laughs> Well, hey, guys, we are really excited for you to uh, hear this interview we did with John Egan. Oh, man. Uh, he is a deep well of knowledge, and uh, we just had a blast talking with him. So please uh, enjoy episode one with John Egan. Worship Leader Prouds Podcast, we are really excited. We've got John Egan on here uh, with the podcast for us. It's, it's been a little while to get to this. Uh, Gilbert Nanlohi who everybody kind of knows as he's come on the show and stuff, like he was like, hey, man, can we get John on the podcast? And we're like, yes. And then... Oh. I ended up in the hospital and all kinds of craziness happened. And so oh. now we finally got John with us. So, dude, thank you so much for coming.
2: Uh Thanks for having me. And this is a better time because when Gilbert was probably, you know, pitching me, <laughs> uh, I it would have been like it's like obligatory, you know. But now it's like we're far away from like, you know, my project's been out for a few months. And now it's like now it's just. We're just being bros, and I appreciate this vibe way more than some promotion <laughs> than some promotional like appearance, you know.
0: It's yeah, awesome I appreciate that. that. Awesome. So this a is lot.
2: God's timing. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Yeah.
1: Well, we're so glad to have you, man. And I, I have a quick story actually. I don't. Jeremy is the guy who has stories about every artist we have on. Yeah. And I have a John Egan story. Oh, I'd love to hear it. So this was like 2010, and um, I was in an email group with a bunch of worship pastors. And we were, I don't, we were talking about a new life song.
2: Yeah.
1: And one of the guy, we we wanted to, uh, we were really doing like a deep dive through the lyrics and stuff and figuring out how to set it up to our, our congregation. And we were, uh, I don't remember what song it was. That's terrible that I don't remember yeah. that, but we were working through this one section and we we w- were like, man, we wish we could talk to him and ask him. And so one of the guys emailed you. Yeah. And it wasn't five minutes before you replied to him. Oh, like with the kindest, nicest. Yeah, here's what I was thinking. Here's where I yeah. was coming from. And then we all just dove headfirst into doing this song in our churches. So, really, man, thanks for being just cool and approachable. And the gifts that you're giving the church to sing, man, they are awesome. So, thank you.
2: That's amazing. Uh, that's truly really amazing. Because, my, because. My wife says I'm horrible at email, so this is huge. (laughs) Well, Well, you tell her though. Tell her about this. I need to tell her about this. Yeah, yeah. But then she'll just get mad. She's like, "Well, you didn't respond to me when I." I was like, "But you didn't want to talk about lyrics." (laughs) (laughs)
0: Well, well, let's be honest, dude. 2010. Nobody wanted to do that T nine texting back then. So Uh, that's true. That's true. It was just easier to send an email. (laughs) Uh,
2: I I wish you could remember what uh, what song it was. Mm-hmm. Um, just cause we, we do, we, we like, we pour over our, our lyrics and, and in
1: your, in your presence, in your presence. That's
2: what it was. Yeah. You know, I wonder if the line you were asking about was, um, heaven and earth become that's one. It. That's exactly um, it. Yeah. So we've had a few questions about that. I mean, it's just, um, so I was, I, that we still sing that song actually. Um, we just did it. Um, I had worship, but we had, a, uh, every year we do a desperation conference, just, hmm thousands mm-hmm. of kids show up from all over the country here at new life. And we really just go ballistic for like three days. It's just Let's overwhelming, go. Awesome. overwhelming. Um, and it's, we sang, I mean, it was with kids and hearing your presence is, you know, to these kids, it's like archaic, you know, it's old, <laughs> but, but, but because it's so old, they'd never heard it. So it was brand new, you know? wow, And, uh, we sang here in your presence, but, uh, No, it's, I mean, it's, it's the presence of God and it's like when Jesus would, I mean, I know you're not asking again, but here I go. But, um, uh, it's like when Jesus would like heal the blind or do something, he would often say like, the kingdom of God has come near you. The kingdom Mm, of God mm, has come upon upon you. And we kind of live in this space now where we're waiting for like the fulfillment of all things and the fulfillment of the kingdom of God resting on the earth, new heaven, new earth where everything is made new, everything is made right. But, th- but then Jesus would like inject reality with mm-hmm. that now. Yeah. So mm-hmm. to say like, to, to be swept up into the presence of God, you could say like, it's just, there is no difference anymore. There's no separation between this earth we're in now and the heavens. We're, mm-hmm. We, we are one for a moment. We mm-hmm. become yeah. one for a moment. So, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, I'm, I think I remember that exact email, so it's really cool. That's so
1: awesome, And You're <laughs> gonna see. Uh, you're gonna see here in your presence in my set list. Come, Come out, on, do go. it!
0: Yeah, send me a video. <laughs> Let's go! I love it. So you're you're still at new life, right? How long have you been at new life? Dude,
2: I just July first was 18 years. Holy moly! Oh yeah! Wow! So when
0: did you get there? When you were like seven?
2: <laughs> Dude, I just turned 40. No way, dude! I'm gonna I'm gonna be 40 in September. Happy birthday, brother! Thanks, dude. Wow. No, Same to you. I, I turned 40 in May, and uh I've been here. Yeah, I've been here 18 years. Dude, I'd you be. are ageless. No, <laughs> well, you and
1: you and Michael W. Smith, you like never, <laughs> you never <laughs>
2: age. Oh, <Well>, we gotta <laughs> close it in a little bit. The Zoom camera. <laughs> uh, no man, I, I, I'm starting to wear it. I feel it. I feel it. But but I like it. I want to feel it. I'm like I'm so ready for my 40s. There's mm. something that's. There's this excitement in me about my 40s um, and I appreciated my 20s and my 30s, but I don't know. There's something about my 40s that is like I, when I stood on that stage in front of 3,000 teenagers wow. last week and I, that's not a normal thing for me. It's not like, I'm, oh yeah, stand standing on stage 3,000. That, that that's a once a year thing that happens here and it's just really unique. But I was a 40-year-old leading these kids and my own kids were there attending because wow. they're wow. going into middle school. And that, that posture to, to, to be up there, not as a worship artist, forget that not as a worship any, but just as a dad, uh, mm. oh, wow. was different. Awesome. And I hope that I, I, I hope to get to walk in that, you know, uh, in this next decade, just more of a fathering thing.
1: Did I see on Instagram that you were having some laryngitis during that or something? Oh man,
2: of- this I had full-on laryngitis wow. um, the week of desperation conference, and there was hours of worship that I was meant to lead. And so, sun the, the desperation conference was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Sunday morning, I led at church, and it was one of those mornings, and it was really, um, it was it was a powerful morning, and I just we just started going for it, and and I just started speaking into the church and. Um, but as soon as the second service let out, all of a sudden something just <laughs> crashed mm. and I felt kind of sick. And and then that whole after Sunday afternoon, I couldn't even say, I couldn't talk. I couldn't whisper. I thought, well, just get a good night's sleep. Try to get a good night's sleep. Monday was just, was worse. Went to the doctor. You got, I mean, you're like vocal cords inflamed inflamed. This has happened oh, like boy, twice gosh. in my life. Wow. Um, it's like you're gone. You're toast. Like you need a couple of weeks to chill. And I was like, I have to I have this thing and, and I I get to do this thing this week. And so I tried to, we tried steroid shots, like just to get the inflammation down. And man, it was quite it was quite I learned a lot in that in this week because it's an amazing thing when like you lean on something that mm. all of a sudden is not there. Mm, mm. What oh, wow what do you do? Um and who are you? Mm, and wow. and I'm I've never been I've never been the I've never been the type of singer that holds identity in his in his voice because I, I I'm a pretty average singer. I'm 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 a songwriter, worship leader. I, I don't have a lot of this vocal pride. Um, but but it is like this tool that is necessary to lead. Um, but to I just grabbed a bunch of the guys on the worship team. I was like, you guys help me out. I sang low stuff, they sang high stuff. Wow. And I was it was amazing how worship leadership, it's not about your singing. It's not about your voice. It, its I mean, at the end of the day, this is going to sound so, we, so trite, but I think it's brand new information. But at mm. the end of the day, it's about Jesus.
1: Ah, that's exactly
2: right. <laughs> right. Wow. It's about glorifying him. Yeah. And I thought, too, I thought, you know, 18 years I've been at New Life and 18 years I've been leading at the Desperation Conference, and I've been trying to teach these kids, and for forever, for almost two decades, that there's nothing in your life that you can't worship through. You know mm-hmm. that worship mm-hmm. is this this incredible gift that we could sing our way through the battles, we could sing our way through our fears, we could sing our way through, 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 through. Choose worship. David always chose worship. Mm-hmm. And then for me, be up there without a voice, it was kind of like, a, hey, you know what? I'm going to show you because it be, i could stay home there's part of me wanted to just stay home and hide because i felt bad i felt my body felt awful and i was like no i'm going to stand up here and we're going to choose worship so yeah laryngitis but we made it through um and really there was a, there was a bit of a miracle that happened thursday night i was leading and in the second song i felt like a something tweak And for the first time in five days, I had uh, a lot of the range that I was gone. Also, back. And I, I mean, I, I'm looking for some video, of it because I think you'd be able to see on my face me just go, you know, something just happened. Yeah. And and then I just started singing like like it was the last (laughs) time I'll ever sing. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, I like.
0: I like what you're saying when you uh, worship one of those things. We were talking with Thrive Worship uh, in our last episodes. Mm, And I don't remember if it was Peter or Corbin they talked about. And I never thought about this before. But your time on earth, it's the only time in eternity you ever get to worship through pain. Isn't that that amazing? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like I had to sit and marinate on that a little bit. I was like, oh my gosh, I
2: never thought. Like we need to count that as like a a privilege. You know what I'm saying? There's two types of songs that we could offer him now that we'll not ever be able to offer again. Songs in pain. And then songs crying out for his glory, because at we'll the end of it, at the end of all things, we'll be in the fullness of it. Ooh. You know, oh, wow. now we get to ask for it. Now we get to pound on the door of heaven. I just think mm. God, he's got to love that. He's like, this is something unique to this time. Wow. Yeah. You know, that's unveil my eyes to see you, unveil my heart to know you from, from that's the heartbeat of the album is to say, oh, how about a dangerous cry that we're not even sure how he'll answer it because Mm -hmm. if he shows Mm -hmm. us his glory we will die but but we'll leave that to him our job is just to cry out for it and to ask for it um but yeah those those two songs a song in pain and a song crying out for to see his glory is something we can only do in this breath Mm -hmm. of a life
0: i know it's craziness awesome yeah i love that so much love it well why don't we jump into our frank five frank five five. Mm Yep, we already we, we already prepared John with our favorite McLarney story to kind of let him give him an idea. <laughs> yeah, that really, I really, uh, really things up. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know of of this portion of the podcast. And so, uh, Brian, you want to go first, and we'll, we'll jump into him.
1: So, uh, question number one is just kind of tell us um, you tell us what your journey into ministry looked like. How did uh, you? Yeah, how did you okay. get to new life
2: and all that stuff?
0: Yeah, and just and also too, we always hear a lot of times when we go this. Oh, well, that's... Dude, it's a podcast. Like, take as much time as you need. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
2: feel, I feel, yeah. It's like Reader's Digest version, but uh, the Cliff Notes. But um, I grew up in New Jersey. I'm a Jersey boy through and through. I love New Jersey. In fact, I just, one of my good friends who I saw that you had on recently, Mr. Paul Balash, oh, also man. also yes. a Jersey boy. Uh, I We are cut, he and I are cut from the same cloth or something it's like we have the same fears we have the same loves it's it's very weird it's a it's jersey so cool. thing so i grew up in, grew up in jersey um I have two brothers i grew up an awesome home um parents are amazing grew up in a christian home uh but had zero um interest in faith um i was busy just chasing kind of the stuff of youth um but then at our church, um, the, our youth pastor was like, "We're going to go to Mexico on a missions trip," and so all of us in the youth group, we weren't even serving the Lord, but we went to youth group, you know, because our parents dragged us to church. And, and I thought, Mexico vacation, you know, <laughs> I thought like Car- Caribbean waters. This is going to be amazing, you know. We're going to like, we're going to like bargain shop get hacky sacks and, <laughs> and, and, and you know it's gonna, be, it's gonna be brilliant and you know we get closer to the trip and it's like no this is like street dramas and trying to get wow. people saved and i was like I, you know am i even saved and like oh my goodness but it was just too late we were like we were in my parents were like raising money for us yeah. and my twin i have a twin brother who plays bass with me mm. um, that's fantastic he uh he was there he was in on the trip too so it was like 20 of us that were going on this trip so anyway we go we get there and we we get into the center of mexico in like chihuahua mexico mm. and mm. i am freaking out and i'm just i'm sitting on like the side i mean there's tons of people there from all over the country it was a team mania it was like ron luce's old uh, uh mm. organization missions organization mm. and I'm on the, sitting on the sidewall and then, uh, of this like church, it's like just a concrete kind of big square room and everyone was just going to crash on the floor for the night. And I'm really, I'm just freaking out. What am I doing here? I came up and somebody grabs a guitar and starts, uh, singing a worship song. And so I just, I, I'm just like beckoned to the, that sound, you know, and just so I go and, it's like 30 people gather around. They all start singing a worship song. And I just lost it. Like it was mm. f- out of my like fear of being there. And just, but I just, boom. And I just felt the presence of God for the first time ever. And I just started, I broke down. I started crying. And then I was like, well, I've seen, I've seen people lift their hands and worship before. I've seen that at my church. I've never done that, but I just, I just did this. It's like, oh yeah. You know? And it was like, that was my sal- moment. salvation moment. It was just like, I just got my hands in the air and I'm going to sing this song. And it was just me saying, Jesus, I give you my life. Hmm. And that, uh, it changed everything. It changed everything. So the rest of that trip, I was, I was like one of the guys on the microphone on the corner of a street in Mexico, just like saying, Jesus loves you. He wants you to enter into his kingdom. Come on, just accept Christ as your savior. I, that was me all of a sudden. Oh, wow. And it's just, it was a two week trip. I go home. My parents don't recognize me, you know, <laughs> wow. and then, and, and, and our whole youth group is just totally set on fire. And just, and so our youth group was like, let's sit together at church. And so we would sit in the front left and during worship and the, the worship at our church was okay. It wasn't, I don't know. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't cool, but it was, <laughs> it was, but it was pure. And, our youth group would just go be going for it in the front, and mm-hmm. our church, all of a sudden, it set our church on fire because it's so funny about something about worship being you know, as worship leaders, we're meant to go first, right? We're meant to be, you know, there's a something like you lead the way. And our youth group, we hadn't, we just wanted to sit together and worship together. We had no idea wow. that behind us, the church was looking at us, going, "What? What is going on?" Mm-hmm. And within like a couple of months, the, the spiritual climate of our entire church was different. Wow, and it was because twenty kids, because twenty of us went, he just got rocked. Wow, and so through that, our our pastor and and uh, like my dad was, in, he was one of the uh, deacons. He was like, we got to just keep meeting as a church, and because something's happening, and so we started doing these Friday night meetings and Saturday night meetings. We were just crying out to the Lord, and and I started playing. I was a drummer. I was playing drums for all these meetings, and we would do, we would do. I mean literally three hour worship services wow. and i was just back there hands bleeding just playing drums because we were just so just turned on to the presence of god so mm. it it was that was all like middle school high school just our like our community just was exploding and just passion for god and um so that's how i met met jesus in mexico and then just started worshiping him And I was a drummer and I love music, but I was just a drummer. And then, um, so doing the New Jersey thing, loving that. I'm just, I'm walking the straight and narrow, like in high school, I went to, you know, public schools and just, I'm saying no to to all the different things. And it's like, no, I'm just, I'm going to do the Jesus thing. Um, and then, um, my brother and I, uh, we went to Oral Roberts University in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which is compared to New Jersey. That's totally different. I mean, it's like, (laughs) uh, it was the first time we'd ever seen like televangelists and it's the first time we'd ever seen like pastors wearing suits. You know, we, we, we were just shocked, you know? Uh, but it was really entertaining. (laughs) We're like, wow, this, this is amazing. But it was at ORU, I just, we met all these amazing just, uh, friends, people who just love Jesus. Um, I started playing drums for the music ministries, you know, department at ORU, and we're doing chapel services and playing drums. And then, uh, and then I hear this band called Delirious. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And, and it just changed everything. You know, I started listening to those songs. I listened to Martin Smith and just the way he was singing, the way he was writing, you know. And I just thought, man, this is not just music. This is, and this guy is like, a prophet and he's just man he's just with a megaphone just like shouting into the darkness a different story and, and I just I was awakened I was like, I want to do that I want to do mm. that mm. so I started learning guitar in my dorm room you live with 30 guys on a floor and like 20 of them know how to play guitar so I would just walk <laughs> around with my guitar like teach me teach me teach me and I just started taking like you know these lessons from everyone who just knew stuff on guitar um, and I was getting like old Paul Balash videos. Oh was, man, like how, play, oh. like how to play in the key of e, and, <laughs> That's know. how I learned. That's how I learned, baby. <laughs> right? right? That that what what, what was, how did he do it? The uh, the railroad track. The record. railroad track. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> oh man, when I learned that, I was like, I could do anything. <laughs> Just put me in, coach. I'm ready to go. I'm ready. <laughs> But then I was like, I I can't sing. I have no idea how to sing. I mean, this is, you know, everyone starts singing early on. This is, I'm in college. Oh, man. I was like, I don't even, how am I going to tell someone that I I really feel like the Lord's calling me to lead worship? And I'm a drummer. Everyone knows me as a drummer. And you know how it is. Once you're like, (laughs) once you're pegged, you're pegged. You know? And I just thought, I said, you know what, Lord? You're going to have to make this happen. I, I cannot find a way to promote my way into this. Like, you have to make it happen. And it was like a week later, I was at church, and this this guy walked up to me he's, he's part of the music ministry department, he's like, "Hey, have you ever thought about singing?" I was like, "Well, oddly enough, yeah." and he's like, "Well, let's see what you got, and let's see what you know and i was I was like, "Wow, okay, so he's well let me t- you know let's let's get into some voice lessons." So I started doing some voice lessons. And then I was home in New Jersey for like a uh, spring break, and we did this prayer meeting at our church and Yeah. I'm a wild man. At spring break, we were doing prayer meetings at church. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I was down front just crying out to the Lord. I was like, okay, what, what do you want from me? You know, I just felt, and I just felt, it's really like, I've never had a more profound just calling moment than Mm -hmm. this, this moment. Um, You know, people ask me all the time, like, hey, you know, does God just speak to you like once a year? Like, do this now, do this now. It was like, it was like 25 years ago. And that's, that's it. That's that's why I'm I'm still going off of that. And, but I'm, I'm at the, I'm like, my face are in these stairs, like at the front of our, like the auditorium of our church. I was like, Lord, I just need you. I I just, I just sense that you're calling me to lead worship, you know? And then my, our worship pastor at the church at the time, he came, he's like, John, I just can't shake this idea that it's time for you to come off the drums and you need to lead worship. I mean, just point Mm -hmm. blank, just said that. And, so I'm just weeping and it's like, okay, Lord. So between this like guy in college, like voice lessons and, and this, like my worship pastor just kind of confirming that like, I'm going to just do what I can to go for it. And so kept learning guitar. And then, um, I got this like little youth group, uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma and needed a worship leader, it was, like 16 kids, everyone's a night so I started leading worship there. Um, and that was like my junior, senior year. Um, was just leading worship there. And then, um, and then I was graduating, and a bunch of my friends um, that I got close to at ORU, they are from Colorado Springs—and they they all had graduated already and moved back to Colorado Springs, and and most of them started working at New Life. Wow! And I was about to graduate, and I got a call from my friend Brent, who um, he's like, "I just I I just got the youth pastor spot here at New Life," and it's like, "Congrats!" It's like, "Well, we you know." Love to have you come up and be a part of the team and lead worship for the youth group, you know. And again, Jersey, smaller churches. I was like, (laughs) You get you have a job for someone to lead worship for youth group. (laughs) 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 How big of a church is this? You know, and it's like well and it was, you know, it's new life is is it's larger church. And he's like, Well, you know, good news is yes, we have a job. Bad news is is it's for like six hundred bucks a month. And I was like, "You kidding me? That's perfect." Yeah. Uh, So I was like, "Well, let me let me just can I just come visit, lead worship for the youth group?" And and seriously, I knew like six chords. I just tried started trying to figure out how to sing. I I mean, I was bad, guys. I was bad. I was not good. (laughs) And, And he's like, "Just he and my friend." You know, it's just we need. We just, we need friends, right? It's just so good to have friends, like mm-hmm. friend, Brent He just said, I, whatever you lack, like you'll grow in. I just, I trust your spirit. I trust your heart. That's what we want, you know? And uh, so I came to visit and the youth group here was like 150 kids, which was wow. huge, you know, and mm-hmm. led worship. And I said, I mean, I, rem- I remember the songs I sang, I you know, I sang Forever by Chris Tomlin saying open the eyes of my heart by oh yeah uncle paul (laughs) saying uh jesus lover my soul you know and just hoped it it landed but man i came alive for these kids and so anyway afterward i was like you guys still you want me to do this like yeah we want you to do this so (laughs) anyway showed up in new life and um started getting and it just led worship for the youth group for quite a while and um but we had one of our youth pastors wanted to start. He wanted to start a prayer and fasting retreat called Desperation, and wow. uh, he's mm. like, "I just want to get kids praying and fasting." And um, he just had such a heart for the prayer, for the prayer movement, and you know, so I I got to um, get to know him a bit, just hear his heart, and it's like, wow, it sounds amazing getting kids praying and fasting. I'm like, who would, I mean, kid, would kids do that? You know, wow. and we we did so that first summer like a year after I got here, we just got together and we did a three-day prayer and fasting retreat with like four, four or 500 kids oh. and we, who, who ate nothing, in, which is amazing for the budget because you don't have to pay for any food. So <laughs> keep that in mind. But then we learned the hard way. At, in Colorado Springs, at 6,000 feet altitude. People Ooh. traveling here aren't used to that and not eating. After like five or six ambulance rides to the hospital, oh. <laughs> we thought maybe we should eat. <laughs> so incredible. But no, so so me and a couple of friends of mine uh, here at the church, Glenn Packing, Jared Anderson. We went to college together. So we were we all we were tight and we were like I mean, we on. should write some songs for this event. <laughs> you know, and I had never written a song. Those guys had written a bunch of college, and I just thought that was really cool. Um, but I just thought, man, I've gone as far as I'll ever go. I, I've, I've risked as much as I could ever risk by just getting off the drums and leading some worship and strumming some chords and, and singing. Like that is way outside of my comfort zone still. To write a song and record a song, no way, no way. And I was terrified. I mean, really terrified and, not, it just, and just not good enough. I mean, I, and I just knew it. But it's just funny how God is. Um, okay, I got to say something
0: real quick. Yeah. So, so we we've got. It's so funny listening to your story. Like there there's a young man living kind of with my wife and I right now. Yeah, and he one of the most gifted guitar and keyboard players I know at 24 years old. And then on top of that, like he's just blossoming as a vocalist. Like it's cool he's just so he's just trying to figure out like where God is leading him and all that and so yeah. um, we had came down to uh, the church that I'm going to be serving at uh yeah. to to just kind of do a couple things and we were coming down and he's like so who are you interviewing today I'm like John Egan I'm like dude he wrote this song it's called Nehemiah you gotta listen to it mm. dude the minute you started singing his first thing was holy crap that dude can sing oh <laughs> so you're just <laughs> sitting here going guys it's bad and, and like literally <laughs> the first thing he said about it was Holy crap! This dude can sing. You
2: have <laughs> you, you have no idea what that means to me because <laughs> <laughs> dude, I, you know you get these like moments in your life where you're like so deeply insecure about it. It's like you grow from them, but they're still kind of in you. Oh <laughs> yeah. So yeah. When you say that to me, you just. You didn't just make my day; you made my month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <so> man, <laughs> thank you. Tell him thank you. <laughs> I definitely will.
1: Oh man! And by the way, Nehemiah, that is like ugly face cry uh, oh. me in the car almost every day. Um, that's so What cool. a powerful. That's so cool, man. Thank you for that.
0: Yeah, dude. So, like that—that's uh. that song for me. Like so, the last uh, fifteen, eighteen months have been like, yeah. terrible at the former church that I was at. Um, senior senior pastor was asked to step away uh, by the elder board, and then oh. for whatever reason, he, the former senior pastor, believed he had not been called to leave the area, so he started a new church across town. You know, four or five hundred people went with him, and so yeah. it's just it, it it was just like a really hard season and yeah. this is the church I grew up in so the church oh. I had just left um, I had been attending for 28 years on staff for 10 and a half and you know just watching as friends are having to get let like, go off staff and as you know things were just difficult and finances there were there were there was a moment that I was just like um, I don't know how much more fight I have left in me yeah and uh your album came out and I was just browsing through it and when it got to that chorus of Nehemiah I will stand strong oh, knowing my father is for me, no more with me. I'm not coming, coming off, off this wall. wall. Yeah. Like,
2: it uh, was like God chase.
0: ignited, a, ignited a fire in me. And so from that song, uh, I put a group of men together and we started praying and fasting for the was Like, I don't know what I have left, like fighting wise with just meetings and things like that other, but I know I can fight for my knees for this place. Yeah. And so Amen. like that idea. And so man, every Monday on my day off at five o'clock in the morning, showing up at the church, and praying for, you know, an hour with these guys, like it, that song was just like a, a benchmark for me of like, you know what, Lord, I don't know what you're doing a Pathway. I do know this is your bride. You are right. not forsake her Your scripture yep. says you're for me. You like, love your it. scripture yeah. says that that the taste and the see that you were good. So I can't see any of that right now, but I ain't coming off this wall right now. Yeah. Until you move me, I won't come off. So dude, that song just was like fantastic.
2: For oh, and, you know, and it's not, well, thank you first. Thank you so much for saying that, um, also like the Nehemiah, the Nehemiah thing, like if you, if you, if you read up on him and his story, like he, he was a, you know, he was kind of living out of this conviction, but I've, I've got to do this work. I've got to do this work. But, but then he was also praying like, God, oh God, please remember me. Um, like, uh, I don't think this is very significant work. Uh, I don't think this is, you know, it's, we all like, we love to glorify Like, Oh, Nehemiah, like he just, yeah, he put his hands on the, he put the tools in his hands and he just built that wall and he just kept going and kept going and kept going and God strengthened his hands. Yeah, yeah, he was faithful. Yeah, he stayed. Yeah, he was, you know, he, he knew the father was for him and, um, uh, but he, it was not glamorous and he no. knew it, you know, and he was being made fun of and he was mocked Oh yeah, and he lost friends and, and he just, God, remember me, you know, oh. and <laughs> It's, uh, 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 that's, that's, that's the life, like the life of ministry. It, it's, it could be so ugly. It could be so hard. I grieve for your story. Um, but I also, I don't lose heart and I don't lose hope for you. Um, yeah. and just cause it's like, it's, it's not too shocking when people are people. It's not too shocking when one <laughs> brokenness, uh, finds its way. <laughs> when fallen it, man shows it. Yeah. It's like yeah. Really yeah it's not the end of the story and that's right and there's we're all we there's a true self that all of us are being redeemed into and people still live out of their false selves we all do um, so I'm grieved by your story but I'm also I you can you know stand strong and I can and we can mm. um, keep swinging the hammer you know we can wow. and not lose heart and and then have moments of saying God <sighs> I is, does this even matter? Yeah, yeah this, exactly. Does this mean anything to you? Gosh, it just feels so alone out here. And eighteen years at New Life, like I've had seasons just like, wow, I am so lonely out here. What am I doing out here in Colorado Springs? Out and you know, like, does anyone know anything that I'm doing? It's like, oh wow. Well, that, why am I even asking that question, I, it, <laughs> dude? It's so that's um, that song. Yeah, for me was. I mean, we were doing a sermon series on nehemiah which kind of is what um stirred it up for me but um so it was after the sermon i went up and and sang that chorus uh Mm. spontaneously um i was just singing singing it over my own soul um but i i love i love i think worship should be really defiant Mm. and I think oh, every man. great worship leader has like a streak of rebellion in them. And and I think that like for us is just say like I'm not. I mean, you could you could insert like a curse word in there, like I am not coming off <laughs> this wall. <laughs> yeah. Know? I'm not. And you know, the enemy could come, he could, you could say your lies, you could say your junk, and you could hmm. you could bring up my past. You bring up the hurt from, all. Uh, you could do all of it. You could bring up, oh, this, this wound or this offense. You could bring it all up. I'm not coming off mm. this wall. Like get out wow. of here. Wow. And so that, that was the heartbeat of, of, Man. of the song was like just defiance, you know? And it's not to, it's not to say, oh, the song is about staying at your church when you're hurt. No, it's not about, you know, it's, the, it's not God, is bigger than our institutions and all that, but it is about you as a believer, as a child of God. just choosing faithfulness and mm. steadiness and belief that He's for you, and you can keep going.
0: I looked at it as like it's uh, it was a reminder to stay on mission, totally, mm. even mm. when it's hard, even when you don't want to. Like, yeah. trust me, until I've released you into something else, yeah, just keep fighting. Which, you know he, what I mean? Which
2: God totally does that. Yeah, it it's yeah you stay on mission and if it's feeling not so glamorous then good uh because Mm. you're in good company um Mm. there's plenty who have gone before you um and before all of us who are just they're just fighting the fight you know i mean i was talking with with uncle paul the other day and we we're church guys you Mm. know like and it's like such a mixed bag because like we're, we're releasing music, but we're not artists. Um, yeah. And, and those demons come to haunt me, and like, oh, I should do more. I need to hop on a tour. I need to this. It's like, no, I, I have a job. I have a church, mm. um, and I've got kids who I adore and a wife mm. who I adore. Um, so it's just I always just call him when I'm just like need anything. Yeah. And I just said. So, yeah, Paul, if you're listening, I've dropped your name like seven times. But uh, <laughs> uh, so, but he's like, man, John, we're church guys. Like, that's our pasture. That's, mm. wow. And cool. I, I, he said, that's our pasture. It just wrecked me. And then he brought up that, uh, that psalm that just said that we're, there, there could be peace within our borders. Instead of like looking over the, we're, oh, we're so, right? We're so like, tempted to look over the fence all the time like well they seem to have it they seem to have it they seem to have it they seem to have it, to have it. yeah i don't know who has it for one
0: <laughs> you know you know it's funny i heard you, t- you talking earlier like you hear you're at new life a large church a nationally known church and yet you still were feeling alone totally there. so like for you guys that are sitting out there right now at, like at a church of 100 people thinking yeah. i just feel so like it is not always better on the other side no you know what i
2: mean like no, it's not it's unbelievable there's just no such thing i mean Dietrich Bonhoeffer's got this whole, you gotta go, go search this quote that he has about community. He said, it's often, it's like our idealistic like need for the perfect community ends up destroying the community we actually have. Wow. Oh my um, And because we, we romanticize it and we just think, we sh- there's, this, there's such a thing as like this utopian nirvana community that mm. exists for us uh, in church and in ministry and when we, like, impose that into, like, the community that actually God's given us, we could destroy it, Yeah, you know? And so it's about looking at the people that are in front of you and going, hey, you're my people. Hey, mm. I'm your people. Yeah. You know, and I, that's what New Life's been for me. I mean, they've watched me, I mean, 18 years, they've seen me, they've seen me screw up. They've seen me. They've seen the weirdest hairstyles. They've seen, me, <laughs> they've seen me try to like. Oh, now, oh, John's now acting like this guy. Okay, that's little, <laughs> how long are we going to deal with that? <laughs> you know, like, you know, and but hey, how amazing! Like stay, like be, like commit to a tribe of people long enough for them to like see you be an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and they still love you, and you still love them. Like I've seen, our our church has been a, a, an idiot. I, you know, the church is.
1: Well, you guys have been through a lot. We have. We've I mean, really real things. With, you know, it's like with the with pastoral stuff and shootings and all. I mean, you guys have walked through. Yeah. Dark we saw, days.
2: In eleven months' time, we saw like a scandal, and a shooting i mean murder on our campus i mean we lost two teenagers it, goodness yeah. and those girls were from the same family oh. um that was that was 11 years ago and that's our story and it's who we are as a church it's like it's un yeah it it should have dismantled this place mm-hmm. i mean everyone was saying well uh, look for other jobs. Uh, you know what do you do? I mean, who's gonna show up? And but you know what? <laughs> this is why. This is why I love talking about this stuff, and you know, I love God because he he really does work miracles. He really does. He really is outrageously mm-hmm. faithful to to his people. And eleven years later. We are still here, Um, yeah. And I love just saying that to the enemy, like, "Hey, we're still here."
1: Like, well, and for those who are listening to this, you know, knowing a little bit about what you've walked through, um, and 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 yet to hear you say, you know, commit to a tribe and keep swinging the hammer, and yeah, uh, what a great uh, encouragement for all of us. You know, this this whole worship leader props thing started just because ministry can be tough. Yeah. And uh and to, what a great reminder to all of us if like if you if you can say that <laughs> after mm. all the things that you guys have walked through at new life. I mean, what an encouragement to the rest of us. Thanks. Um wow.
2: You know, it's wow. truly when we're weak I mean, I know it's you know, when we're weak he's strong. We say that, but we got to we we got to see that.
0: Mm. Yeah.
2: Um and and also our worship theology just that's when it all really got solidified. It was after that. Because what, what else? We didn't have anything left to do but worship.
0: Nothing left at that point.
2: Wow. That, no. All we do is sing. That's it. Wow.
0: I mean, how do you come back, you know?
2: Yeah. Like, we just sang and we sang. And we wrote songs just like what we in the scriptures can do the people of God overcome. So we wrote overcome. Mm-hmm. and. <laughs> Yeah, yes. So awesome. yes, you did. Yeah, yes, it's just you did. and yeah. we sang it loud, and we still sing it loud. I mean, when that song <laughs> when that song hits our church, even people who were not around in those days, they sing it louder.
0: Mm. Yeah. Dude, when it hit my church, that is three thousand miles away, the people uh, sing their brains out. You know uh, what I mean? It's like, amazing.
2: Absolutely, man.
0: You, you can't you can't get to that bridge and not just about want to start running
2: laps. Right. Um, it's right. It's that, that it's, isn't it like the defiant thing? Like we will overcome. Yes. We will like, you could just stick it. We will.
0: <laughs> I, 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 okay. That's what I was going to go with
2: it. Stick it, Satan. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Take a walk, man. I love it.
0: Dude. I like that guy. So he cool. He is uh, solid and it's just crazy like look up guys like you can read a lot of the the articles online his church has been through so much and for him to be so faithfully still serving and things like that really says a lot about his integrity and his character and oh my, just being able to my 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 because it'd be really easy to go through one of the things that his churches went through and go yeah that's probably enough for me
1: so. i'm out I'm, I'm tapping out and by the way just google songs by john egan Okay, oh, yeah, and on the c c l i list i don't they've got him for a hundred and ten, um, Chew. and these would be songs that you would know and that you've known for they're bangers for a while. he's got a lot of bangers, yep,
0: so. Awesome, dude. Well, hey, thank you so much for listening to episode 40 of the podcast. Don't forget, like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. Don't forget, you can come see us live at the Experience Conference, be a part of a live taping of a podcast. And so, as always, we're just so thankful for you guys. Hey, if you want to get in touch, it's info at worshipleaderprobs.com. You can send us an email, hit us up in the DMs on either Facebook or on uh, Instagram. And then also you can go to our website, www.worshipleaderprobs.com, and you can fill out our MVP uh, form or you can leave us a prayer concern. And so, guys, we're just so thankful for you, the Worship Leader Probs Nation. Until next time,
1: see ya. Deuces.